Welcome to the Melanin Money Show with your host, George Achenpong and Carter Cofield. We're on a mission to decrease the wealth gap by $100 billion and in the process creating 100,000 new first generation millionaires. And we want you to be one of them. So listen to our show for weekly tips on personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship as we help you navigate your journey to your first $1 million in net worth and beyond. Cool. Yeah. Hey, y'all, welcome to the Melanin Money Show. We told y'all last time when we recorded, like, listen, we just, y'all family at this point, and we just going get to this, get this show rolling. We're going to skip the formalities. We're going to keep it going. With my son sitting in my lap, starting the episode off. Um, but y'all, man, hope y'all are having an amazing week. I know we are. Carter, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Um, 12 days into dry January. So I'm actually feeling light on my feet. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm thinking straight, you know? Um, and it was crazy, bro. I'm not as tempted as I was, like, because you know, our first time doing this was August. I ain't going to lie, bro. I didn't think I was going to make yeah. it. I ain't going to hold you. I was like, I... <laughs> Do I tell them if I drink? Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, but like this time, yeah. bro, it, 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 it's, it's a breeze. And that's because like self-confidence is built off of what have you done in the past? What have you proven to yourself that you can do already? So this time to go around, it's, it's, it's much easier because I've already proved to myself, which was a life lesson. Like you got to keep doing these small wins every single day, whether it's gym, whether it's investing yeah. or stay, like whatever, because it's going it's to build different habits in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, cause I, had this, I even had this realization when I was at the gym um, this morning. And what I realized is like in life, when you take these to your point, you have these small wins, like the what it does is it just it just creates an undeniable level of confidence in you, right? It's kind of like, I think I tweeted it. I was like, in my mind, brand is just all about proof, right? It's like, what proof do you have that you do what you say you're going to do over and over again, right? That's what builds your brand. So if you want to build a build a, a build an amazing brand, be who you say you are and have several receipts that back that up. Right? Like that is you can build the brand of you and build the brand of your business. But man, I'm feeling great. It's a great start to the year. I told Carter the other day that um I am prioritizing myself this year in my wellness cuz one of the ways that I what I realized last year is I didn't drop any balls, right? For anybody else. I showed up for everything else in terms of everybody else and what they needed me to be for them, but it didn't give me the time to focus on me. So this year I am prioritizing myself and I'm starting off this year doing it. I feel great. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about some, uh, some recent events. Lots been happening in the world. It's been a crazy start. Current to- events. Lots happened in the world. It's been a crazy Lots happened in the world. I mean, not, not to mention like, non-financial stuff too, just like doors flying off of airplanes. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know what that's about. I wish Cat, I would have Cat Williams. about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, Cat Williams. Cat Williams jumping off of the deep end and getting 40, minute view, 40 million views in less than a week, which is insane. It's like up to 40 he, million now? It's up to 40 million. He's going up. Shannon four. Sharp. I thought he's like, yeah. Hey, hey Shannon Sharp. Like, thank, thank you, brother. Yeah, I think Shannon Sharp gained a million subs. From that episode, um, and it's, it's at forty million, and both of them they're like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, Cat Williams is literally going to tour off of this one podcast episode, which is that insane. that might have to be our next our next podcast episode episode, like how to capitalize off your moment. You know what I'm saying? And like that might have to be our next podcast or something like that because that boy he that was a masterclass. 
Because what yeah. happens is, you know, like I know people will get a chance to get on a big platform. Somebody literally just asked me this the other day from my mentees. He was like, people like pay to get on like big podcasts. Like, would, I, would you do that? I was like, yeah, and twice on Sunday, but not how you would do it. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to have a whole process in place to where whatever money I did spent, I'm, I'm making it back. Right. So maybe we can do a, potentially do an episode on that. I don't know if that's like mastermind worthy or if that's podcast worthy, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 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 Cat Williams is outside. Cat Williams Out, is outside. So that outside. was, that was an interesting one. I still haven't watched it yet because I, I refuse to give into like stuff that's not important. But like, yo. Yeah. 40 million people. You think you, <laughs> I'm saying a lot. You know what I'm saying? 40 million. I watched most of it. The good thing about social media is that. Probably a lot of the highlight moments you've probably seen. I probably, probably saw it already. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's, that's the good thing is that you've seen a good bit of it, man. But yeah, so that happened. And as far as in the financial world, um, so Bitcoin, the SEC approved a Bitcoin for the spot ETF. So I think there's about eight or so of those uh, that now have Bitcoin in inside of the ETF. Now, the good news about that is that it's going to make it more accessible to the average person. Because when you were trying to invest in crypto in the past, if you were trying to do it the right way, namely Bitcoin, you had to be a little bit educated. Sure, you could potentially go on Coinbase, but ultimately it was advised that you have, you know, cold wallet this and storing your stuff here. And for the average person, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm good on crypto, right? Whereas now, you know, the average investor with the click of a button can get the same uh, kind of exposure to crypto, at least from an asset perspective. Now, if you're on the deep end of like, like, decentralization and I need to get my money out of the, the, the regular financial system. Like this not going to do that. But if you just want to benefit from the appreciation of the asset, now this is your chance. Right. Um, Cause I know there's gonna be some Bitcoin loyalists that say, this is not, this is not how you do it because it still has exposure in the, the system. Okay, cool, bro. I get it. I'm just <laughs> trying cool, to see my portfolio. Go cool, crazy. cool story, bro. I'm just trying to get some money, bro. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get some money, dog. Like I'm keeping real with you. I'm just trying to get some money. So for that, if that's you, now is your chance. However, similar to any IPO, I'm a big proponent of never doing it on day one. Um, because whenever like, whenever something goes on a market, like especially a public market, it's basically liquidity for people who, have, who hold it privately or who have been holding it for a long time. So what happens is when it goes, when it, when it, hits, that, when it hits the public market, a lot of people who have been holding on to it, they kind of take profit off the table which means you're going to experience that dip off the rip. So if you're going to hold it for the next 10 years, it doesn't really matter. But if you're trying to like, you know, get in and out or you don't know how long you're going to hold it, I would kind of wait it out for a week before you jump into these spot ETFs and then you should be good to go. 1,000%, man, 1,000%. Um, I'll say the next thing I think we need to address is shout out to the Miami Heat, bro. Shout like, out to the Miami Heat. Shout out to the Miami Heat. Sources say that they waited for head coach Eric Spolstra, Eric Spolstra divorce to be final before they hand him over one of the largest contracts of all time for a coach, which is a $120 million contract. 120 big ones. They waited. They say, bro, we're going to hold you down, bro. We're going to hold you down. Yeah, that's how lit. How sick yeah. is his wife right now? Like, how bro, sick? Like, you mean, I was wife. this close. To getting a piece of that. Oh, man. That's, yeah, shout out to the Miami Heat. Y'all probably, probably going to get some new fans. Y'all probably going to get some new fans off that. Yeah. That was that was dope, man. That was dope. Shout out to Eric Spolstra, man. Huge fan. Um, 120 million. He had to keep to himself. So that is what's up.
Yeah, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that every day of the week. And then last last but not least, uh, Microsoft um, has overtaken Apple as the world's most valuable company. Could you imagine having a financial coach that at any given time you could ask your questions in real time from a real expert and get real advice? To be honest, Pocket Advisor is the flagship feature, in my opinion, of the Melanin Millionaires Club. And when I originally created this platform, for those of you who may not know this, Pocket Advisor was actually the name and the primary feature back in 2021. But when I rebranded to the Melanin Millionaires Club, I knew that no matter what we added or changed, Pocket Advisor had to stay because we have democratized financial advice by giving you access to a real financial expert in real time. There is no other financial education platform that you'll find something like this that's actually backed by a financial advisor. One of the top 100 in the nation, I might add. So if you're looking to get financial education in your pocket in real time, head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Pocket Advisor, as well as all the other great benefits and features that you can find as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. Right. OG Microsoft. Right. Now, me and Carter said, hey, look, we cool with it because those are two of our, our largest holdings. So y'all can battle it out as long as y'all want. You know what I'm saying? Keep, keep, keep fighting. Climbing. The good fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep fighting the good fight. But shout out to Microsoft. What, what, but what's so crazy about it is when I mentioned it to Carter before we got on, he's like, bro, like, did it happen yet? Because like when I saw it the other day, like which was like two days ago, they still had a hundred million to go. I was like, well, that's like making the equivalent of making a hundred dollars to them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So shout out to Microsoft and uh, Apple. We'll, we'll, we know we'll see you when you re- re- reclaim the throne. Yeah. But y'all get, like I said, y'all keep fighting a good fight, man. Cause I'm, I'm an avid user and owner of both. So Keep keep Big fighting this fight. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy how much they earn in in a day, bro. That's just ridiculous. That's that's all right. So let's get into uh today's topic of discussion. Carter, what are we talking about today, man? So I'm so excited because this is gonna be our first time like live talking about it together, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, it's it's gonna be super dope. But um, I had just finished um Alex Hermosi's book, a hundred million. Uh, $100 million leads, haven't read that book yet, and you don't hate money, I suggest you pick it up <laughs> ASAP. And there's actually a few references in the book that he puts like, don't do About this if you hate money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So so um, funny, funny story, y'all. I don't know if the trip we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but like, as y'all know, I'm a I'm a big voice note guy. And sometimes they they venture a little past a minute or two or three or five. And if and I and I know my audience, right? So like if I want the voice note to be listened to, I'll say, hey, Carter, please, please do not listen to this voice note if you hate money. If you want, if you don't want this to be the best financial year of your life, I strongly encourage that you don't listen to this five-minute voice note. So uh so that's why we, we're laughing about it because we do that to each other uh probably weekly uh, when it comes to trying to get somebody to do something. For sure, for sure. So um in Alex Famosi's book, Hundred Million Dollar Leads. He has this phenomenal concept that I think every entrepreneur, every entrepreneur needs to learn about. And if you do this in 2024, it will double the revenue of your business. And I don't say that like lightly. I can guarantee you 
if you implement this structure and strategy in your business in 2024, you can't help mm-hmm. but to double your business, right? So Perfect. the strategy that he mentioned in the book is called um, more, better, new. Okay? Mm-hmm. More, better, new. And the, the, uh, the insights onto the strategy is simple. When you're looking to grow and scale your business, this is the route or the order in which you need to view things. So mm-hmm. you need to do more of what you're already doing, right? Like, like, like the mm-hmm. first question you want to ask yourself is, can we do more than what we're already doing? Thanks. If the answer is yes, then just do that. Just do more, right? And then after that, then once you get to a place where you can't do any more, the second question you need to ask yourself is, all right, can we, we can't do any more, but can we do it better? Right. So then you work mm-hmm. on bettering the process until we can get the best mm-hmm. standards of your of your current capacity. And then once it can't get any better, then and only then do you try to do new things. Right. Right. What the problem is, most business owners do it backwards. Right. They just do that. They just uh, every shiny ball possible. New, new. This ain't working. I got to do a new offer. I got to do this. Wait, like, hold on. Like. You're only posting how many times on, on social media? On how many platforms? Yeah, I'm posting uh, uh, once a day on just Instagram. Oh, and and, and, you're, and you don't think you're making the sales that you want to make because you need that new offer. Got it. Okay. No, that's not the case, right? You need to be posting two to three times a day on every single platform that you can. Mm-hmm. And then and only then, after doing that for an extended period of time, should you even think about needing to do it better? Because the thing the thing is, is that, to Carter's point, people try to circumvent the work. That's what it really boils down to. The reason why you don't want to do more because it's more work. Like people, everybody wants that honeymoon phase of their business. How they got, they felt so good when they had the first ideas. Like they want to have that feeling forever. And it's just like with relationships. You're not going to get that honey. You're not going to be able to maintain that honeymoon feeling forever. You got to do the work. Right. You have to do the work. And if you try to avoid that, you're not going to get the result. So do more. That's where yeah. you got to start. You got to do. more. Yeah. And the crazy part is like people are like, well, I'm tired of doing it. I'm bored with the, doing the same thing. But don't like don't get bored with it. Get paid with it. Like just because you quote unquote tired of doing something doesn't mean you stop doing it before you go into the next thing. Because the problem with most business owners, they find something that works. They, they find something new they want to try, but then they stop doing the thing that was working for them in the first place. And then now they're in no man's land because they, they, they can't, they haven't figured out the new thing and they stopped doing the old thing. So I think it'd be important if we break down this more, better, new framework in all the major aspects yep. of a, you know, of a business, or at least, you know, for starting out business owners, right? Yeah, so at least some of them, right? And I got, yeah. I have a great, great one for us to start with on the content side. Okay. Um, so this YouTube channel that you guys are probably watching this on right now, um, or listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever. But let's just speak about YouTube. For our first year of doing our podcast, we had one show, right? We had one show and we had about a thousand subscribers, right? One show, thousand subscribers. We could have been frustrated. We could have said, oh man, forget this podcasting thing. Forget this YouTube thing. We're done. What did we do after, after year one of gaining a thousand subscribers on YouTube? We did more. We tripled the amount of shows Right. So we had, so we went from one show, well, one show to three shows. 
on the network. And we also were not previously posting shorts. And now we're posting sometimes three shorts a day, right? Mm -hmm. It's no coincidence that we went from 1,500 subscribers to 32,000 subscribers in the next 12-ish months. More, right? right? So we are living proof that we could have we could have did anything. We could have said, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe the Melanin Money Show isn't gonna work. Scrap it. We don't need more. Like, no, we said let's triple down on the content. Let's do more. Let's for YouTube is gonna work and we're gonna make it work. We tripled down on the content, right? And so then we got super consistent and we got results, right? And now this year, the goal is optimization. Better, right? So now we literally less than 30 minutes ago. Just got off the phone with the person who manages our YouTube channel, who's now going to be joining a high-level mastermind to learn about all of the back-end stuff as it relates to YouTube. Because we did the more part. Now mm -hmm. we want to get better. We want to optimize. We want to we want to tweak this. This thumbnail needs to be like this. This is like, so now we're focused on better after we doubled down on more. Notice I didn't say anything new. We're just focused on better for year, mm -hmm. for year two of YouTube growth, right? Going into year three, rather. Um, we're focused on better. And so like that, y'all, like that is like, we're, like we're living proof. You can check the subscribers. Like we were at 1500 at the year one, after year two, we were at 32,000. After year three, you heard it first, we'll be over a hundred thousand, yeah. right? By following this framework that we didn't even know we were following until just now. For sure. For sure. And like, and it's so interesting because one, we did it without knowing, which means it was on the right track. But number two is that if you follow this framework, you you actually are doing less work than you think because you if you already know how to do something, doing more of it is not hard. It's just great. There's no more thinking into doing more. You might want to build right. a system, the automation or whatever, but you don't have to do the process of learning something new. It's just do more of it, mm -hmm. right? So that's still, doing more just requires grit and strength, which we all have right. and we're all were born with, right? Now, the second part about the better part is, you. yes, you might need to find coaches. Yes, you might need to learn a little thing. But like getting better at something when you increase the volume, you can go from having Ooh, talk to X return to a four or five X return because you're now stacking complementary activities on top of each other. So if you're posting mm -hmm. on Instagram once a day and you're saying my Instagram channel is never going to grow, well, guess what? What happens when you start posting three times a day? Right. And then what happens mm -hmm. when you start posting three times a day, but your content actually gets better. You buy a camera. You actually uh, you you prep before you, you speak. You get an editing team. Now you're doing more and usually better could be done by somebody else. If you think about it. Right. Like, mm -hmm. for our example, we're we're putting our podcast editor in a room where he's going to learn more. That's like, that takes nothing from us. So better starts with I mean, more starts with you. But better can easily be somebody else or hiring the right person, bringing on the right team member. So this step might even not even include you before you go to new. So from a content standpoint, y'all, for whatever training you're trying to go, before you leave Instagram and say, I want to go all in on YouTube, before you leave YouTube and say, I want to go to TikTok, before you leave TikTok and say, I want to go to threads, just do more on the platform right. that you're currently working on. Are you an aspiring first generation millionaire who's looking to march towards their first one million in net worth? If you are, then I strongly encourage you to consider joining the Melanin Millionaires Club. Inside the Melanin Millionaires Club, you're going to get access to a complete library of elective courses that will help you navigate towards your journey of your first one million in net worth. 
you're going to receive access to My Wealth Health, which is a dashboard that allows you to track your financial progress in real time. You're going to get access to live workshops and masterclasses, and you're going to get access to our past library recording of all of our masterclasses and workshops called Financial Flicks. Not to mention, you're going to receive access to our flagship feature called Pocket Advisor, where you get access to a financial coach in real time. This is by far one of my favorite features of the platform, and there's so much more. All you have to do to learn more is go to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to see how you can take advantage of all these benefits and become a first generation millionaire. See you inside the club. And can I give you one more little one more little gem on that? When you do more, you're inherently going to get better. Right, brother. Come on now. I saw as right. soon as you put it down, I knew where you were going. <laughs> right. You're inherently going to get it's just like I can dig into archives and Carter can as well. When we from years ago, when we created content, right? And we're probably a little more monotone, a little less charismatic, you know, say a little less confident, but reps but reps and you do it over and over and over and over. And guess what? You get better, right? Like y'all might look at us now. It's like, oh my gosh, y'all like, y'all do this. Like we say it to ourselves sometimes, like, oh, I was too, we'll finish recording episode. Like, yeah, that was too easy. You know, you know why I was too easy? Because of the amount of reps that we put in, right? To where now it is, right? So it's like, you get better when you do more. It's like, it's an inherent byproduct. That's crazy. Right? That's so it literally crazy. just feeds into the next thing. You do more, you get better. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's like I don't be Alex brought that up in his book, but that's 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 a profound insight. When you do more, you have to get better. It's just gonna happen on the phone, right? Without any intention. And then when you put intention into getting better, you out of here. Um, out of here. All right. So that is how you scale the content side of your business. Which take it from us: if you scale the content side of your business, you will start to make more money. You will start to make more money. If they don't know you, shout out to Grant Cardone. They don't know you. They can't fly you. Uh, so did you see, speaking of Grant Cardone, did you see his um, his post the other day? He's suing somebody for like $100 million um, because, you know, he won his lawsuit on like, basically people were trying to say his fund was a scam and he won the lawsuit and he didn't. So like, he, he's basically going back and like, he's suing like anybody who was like, who was like defaming his name. He's like, yeah, like, listen, y'all thought it was sweet. You influencers with your little podcast, whatever. He's like, He's suing somebody for a hundred million dollar defamation suit. I say, yeah. He said, I'm coming. He said, I'm coming for more. He said, this, this is just the first person on the list. He said, play with somebody else's name. Hey, I said, hey. Grant ain't the one, brother. Grant ain't, ain't the, the one. one. <laughs> but yeah, in, in the words of, he got time. But in the words of Grant Cardone, they don't know you, they can't flow you. So in, in Mun Ray, uh, who was on our podcast a few episodes ago, she brought up something very good. Like, because there's people like who will talk to us. What if I don't want to get on camera? What if that's not my thing? I can and I can appreciate that. I, I, I we have employees and team members, and not everybody has a desire to be on the camera. But you have to then make that reality that maybe I don't want to be a business owner. Maybe I need to be supporting another business owner. Because when you are a business owner, you got to do whatever you want. You have to do not what you want to do. You got to do whatever you have to do. And the reason why you probably get on, get on camera is because you can't afford to pay a spokesperson for your business, right? So it is what it is. So that's the real, that was that was some real, like a real reality that I had. She was like, if you're not willing to get on camera, you might need to reevaluate being a business owner. And that's okay too. Self-awareness is key. 
But like, if that's you, like either you got to break that like psychology of thinking that you're not made for the camera or you got to ask yourself, like, maybe I need to be supporting an entrepreneur who isn't afraid to do it. And that's okay too. But you got to be real with yourself. 1000%, 1000%. So now let's talk about the sales side of your business, right? You want to make more money, but you think your current sales process doesn't work. So you mm. gotta go try something new. Okay. Before you do that, let's instill this framework. So let's say you, you're doing 10 cold calls a day, right? Let's say you're doing 10 cold mm. calls. You have a 10% close ratio and your product is a hundred dollars, right? So you have, you're doing 10 calls a day. I mean, you close one person, you close one person, you make a hundred dollars. Congratulations. You make a hundred dollars a day, right? You only work five days a week. Now you make $2,000 a month. Can't pay the bills, right? If you start with simply doing more, if you go mm -hmm. from making 10 calls a day to a hundred mm -hmm. calls a day, by happenstance, if nothing else changes, it, which nothing will change, you automatically go from one sell a day to 10 sales a day, right? Because your close rate is 10%, 10% mm -hmm. of 100 is 10 people on a $100 product. Now you're going from making $100 a day to $1,000 a day simply by doing more. You change no systems. You change no processes. Mm -hmm. All you did was do more. Now, let's say you get better. Right. You work on your sales script. You work on you. You, you work on how you deliver. You work on the pitch. Let's say you go from a 10 percent close rate to a 20 percent close rate. Now you go from making a thousand dollars a day to two thousand dollars a day. Right. Simply by mm -hmm. getting better at your craft, which is going to happen. Regardless, you by you doing but when, when you do more. So now think of our mm -hmm. original example. Ten calls, 10 percent close rate, hundred dollars a day. You go, you add mm -hmm. more and you add better. So now you got a hundred calls a day with a 20% close rate on that same hundred dollar product, $2,000 a day, $2,000. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they make me $2,000 a day. You 20 X your results simply by adding more and adding better without even mm -hmm. having to think of starting something new. And I promise you, most business owners fail at this. This is why they're not making more money. Big facts, right? And again, and here's the thing: like we're not saying that new is bad. Just new. There's there's an order of operations, right? Like we're at a place in our business where it's like, okay, we've done a, done a lot of the more. Okay, we're making making optimizations, and we're in the better. And then it's like, well, what if we did have this? Just in this example, because we're in a sales conversation. But what if we did have this auto dialer tool, right? Maybe that would help us, right? So like we 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 are at a place where it could make sense to explore new because we've done the more and better. So I not think, that I new is bad. The auto dialers is like damn near just making it better, making the same system we already True. have. Yeah. Better. True. Like I think new yeah. new people should just leave alone. It's like, a like, new thing. And yeah, yeah, new, yeah, new yeah. so new would be classified as like I'm doing something like a new like I, I created going, a new offer. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, new offer. I'm going from calls to webinars. Or I'm going from webinars, webinars like 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 to what like that is a new process. Which, here's the problem with new, bro. When you start something new, you're going to suck, right? And because right. you suck, you're not going to want to do it a lot because nobody likes doing things that they suck at. So it's going to be really hard to do more at something you suck at. So therefore, you're not going to do more. Mm -hmm. So you're not even probably going to get to the better phase because you, it's something new and you're not good at it. Therefore, you don't want to do more. If you don't do yeah. more, you 
or you can't get better. And you're going to be stuck in that cycle, right? Because the thing is, what I realized about human, human nature is it's not that people don't like change. They don't like temporary incompetence, mm-hmm. right? If you could change and go from great to great, you change, you change all the time. The reason why you don't like change is because you have to suck for a period of time. And no one likes temporary incompetence, right? No one wants to feel like, oh, damn, I'm figuring it out. Or, or doing that new workout, the Bulgarian split squat with the like, like you don't want to like, I, let me just do regular back squats. I already know how to do that. And I can do do heavy, like, let me just do that. You don't want to do the new thing because you're going to look like a newbie. And then your ego, which is the real issue, is, is bruised because all you can think about is, well, I already know how to do that thing. I don't want to look like there's something I don't know how to do. And Carter's probably laughing because he knows like everybody knows. My, my dead journey, my dead live journey has been one yeah. for the Okay, like, <laughs> having to watch the woman next to me deadlift bro. the while my trainer got me dead. I'm like, bro, your form ain't there, bro. That form, oh my God, that form. Jeez. Yeah, those, those, those. Also, you know, the other thing that ladies be crushing those, um, those hip, those uh, hip thruster joints. Bro, you know what I'm talking about the, with the dumbbell on it. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dumbbells I, or the bar, but like they be going crazy. Bro, go on. Like, what, like, what is going on? I that's a workout you that you doing pay me because I, I refuse to sit next to a girl who has three plates on there doing a hip thrust and my lower back trying to give out mm-hmm. at the one. But I got to anybody got time. Oh. For that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's right. He's 100 percent right. Like like if you keep doing new, you're going to be stuck in the suck phase. and You're not going to want to do more of it because you suck. You're going to be reminded about. But if you can push past that, if you can keep going right, the, it's the, the opposite is true. When you get the feeling of like, oh, shoot this is working and you're getting the hang of it, you're going to love that feeling. And so then you're going to want to continue to double down on being able to get more of that feeling, but you got to get past that phase of sucking. Right. But if you keep trying something new, you're always at the beginning of the suck phase. Have you ever been chilling on your couch and you were maybe trying to find something to watch on TV, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, Amazon prime stars. I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays, right? Uh, Maybe you've already binge watched that favorite series and it's over and you're just trying to find something else to watch. But imagine if you spent that energy trying to find creative and impactful content that can help you level up your journey towards your first one million in net worth. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks, which is a complete library of past workshops and masterclasses where you can learn different topics across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship on your journey towards your first 1 million in net worth. So head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about financial flicks as well as all the other great features that you can find inside of our Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. Right? Pause. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. uh, (laughs) At the beginning, at the beginning of the suck phase is crazy. Oh, crazy work. Crazy. Crazy Um, work. But yeah. Yeah. So like, just stay down, y'all. Just like, just stay down, do, do the thing over and over and over again. And then in a, in a relatively, here's another hack. The more you do of the thing that you suck at, the faster you'll get out of the suck phase. Mm. Right. So it's like, if you don't like it, it's it's counterintuitive. I suck at this. Well, let me do as much of it as I can so I can get past it faster. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's the the hack. The suck phase could, if you practice it once a week, and it takes you, it takes you, let's say it takes you 30 hours to get past the suck phase at salsa, for instance, which was my life, like, like real life story. So that suck phase can last 
30 weeks mm-hmm. or it can last 30 days. It's up to you, right? So we use that's all. So let's talk about new. I think this is a great transition to new. When you do start something new, when you get past the more, when you get past the better, when it can't, we can't do no mm-hmm. more of it. You don't feel like you can optimize, can't get no better. Then you can go into the new. In my, in my opinion, when you start the new phase, number one, do not start it alone, right? Do not go into mm-hmm. the new phase without a coach, a mentor, or something, because you're gonna have to deal with the with the bruises of your own falls. Why can't you go pay somebody else so they can tell you how to avoid the pitfalls? That they that they fell in. So number one, I would not go in alone. I would hire a coach, consultant, mentor, whatever. Number two, mm-hmm. I would dedicate and commit as much time to that new thing as, as seemingly possible. Because as George just said, you're gonna suck when you start anything new. So the the the, the, the length of your that that phase of you not being good is directly correlated to how often you decide to do it on a daily basis. So I would mm-hmm. say hire a coach, hire a mentor. The second thing would do it early and do it often. So you can get out that right. stuff as possible. Facts. I tweeted this uh, two weeks ago, top of the year. I said, the speed at which you can achieve your goals is contingent upon the depths of sacrifice you're willing to make. You can have six years worth of progress in six months if you want to. Right? So that's essentially what we're talking about right now. Right? It's like, if you want to get there faster, prove it by doing more. Right? You're going to get better, quicker. And as a result, which we're about to transition into, then you can then you can think about the new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, bro, I, I just read that in the book and um, it was it, it was transformative uh, in my life. And it really made me reflect on our business like like, all right. So I'm I'm going to spend Sunday going over our entire sales process to say, like, hey, before we implement anything new, like, can we like what's stopping us from doing 10x the sales calls that we're doing? What's stopping us from getting 10x the mm-hmm. well, I'm going to go over that because like. I want to make sure that we're maximizing our more and maximizing our better before we dedicate the time, energy, and team that it is to go to the new. So whether you're a five-figure business owner, six-figure, mm-hmm. or seven-figure business owner, going to eight, this framework can help everybody if you allow it to help. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. If you're willing to do, if you're willing to do the work, that's the key. If you're willing to do the work. I'm All right. Sorry. So yeah. now let's think about what's another pillar. We want to say client success. Um. Well, the client talk success. Con- talk about content, which is essentially marketing to a degree, and then we talk about sales. Um. Because I feel like more fulfillment or client success is deter- directly determined by how many sales you get. But I'm, I'm down for whatever other aspect of the business you 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 are thinking. Uh, I mean, let's explore. I mean, let's 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 unpack it Ooh, together. Let's see. Well, well, go ahead. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, what we about to say? I'm about to go process of the automation. Um, in what in what sense? And what like like so um, like with the with the more better new framework, how processes and automations can help you do more. Process automation help things get better. Um, before you have to do new, but we can talk about client success if you want to. I mean, like it's up, it's up, it's up to you. Okay, let's, cool. Yeah, 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 cool. Let's 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 do it. All right. So w- when I think about it, right, obviously, like in business, you have like three main buckets, right? You have uh, activation, right? Acqu- well, ac- acquisition, which is getting the customer. Activation, which is delivering on your promise, and then retention, which is keeping the customer, right? 
So when you think about, I guess, client success from a more standpoint, it's like, okay, well, we want more clients to get a certain desired result, right? So maybe you think that you need some type of system or software or whatever to get that result. But the reality is, look at what's working with your top clients, right? And how can we do more to number one, attract more of those clients? And number two, do more to double down on the results that they're getting, right? So instead of figuring out, oh, I need to add this feature or this benefit to the mastermind or this benefit to my client service model, it's like, what do people even care about? What is actually getting people a result? And how can we do more of that? Because that's actually what's moving the needle for people, right? How can we do more of that? Then once you do more of that, how can we deliver it in a better way? How can it be more seamless? How can it be more intuitive? How can it be more optimized, right? But the first thing is figuring out what's actually working, right? Because sometimes in business, again, people reverse the order. Let's throw the kitchen sink at our clients. They need this feature. They need this benefit. They need this thing. They need that. They need that. Like zoom out a little bit, actually do the dirty work, do the due diligence, reach out to those clients. Can, I, can you be honest with me? Like, why did you join the program first and foremost? Why did you, why did you decide to work with me? Okay, okay, cool. Now that you're here, what are you getting the most value? Ask that to your top 20 clients, right? 25 clients or how many is you have. From there, you're going to start to see a trend. Okay, we need to do more of that because that's the thing that people keep mentioning. Yo, that I know I know I originally signed up for this, but like this right here, like this is my this is my thing. And it might shock you. It might be a shock to the ego because you might think that you put all this effort into one area of the service model and you just know that that's the thing, but the facts are telling you something different. So from a client success standpoint, once you get that information, how can I do more of that? Because obviously that's what's keeping people here. That is what's making people want to stick around. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. Okay, then you ask yourself, how can I do it better? And now that I know what the thing is, how can I do it better? Right? How can I like not only give them what they asked for and more of it, which is going to retain more clients and attract better ones because now we're going to get more referrals. So to your point, Carter, the way that you, it's not about more fulfillment, but it is because if you deliver on your promise at a higher rate, you're going to get more referrals, which is also in the book, from your ideal clients, which is the very people that you want to get referrals from, right? And so that has a crazy effect. Dude, you just, so basically, basically what you're saying is that if you focus on giving more of the right client services, you'll get your clients better results, which will then bring you in customers, which are their referrals. Big and, That's and, crazy. And keep, and keep your existing clients for the foreseeable future, which stabilizes your business, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, no. so that is that is from a client success standpoint. When I was reading that chapter, I was like, I, I, I sent you the screenshot last night. I was like, bro, I know exactly what your favorite part of the book is. Like, and I was like, all right, I, I, I nail on the head. Yeah, I, was, I know exactly what your favorite part, favorite part of the book is, and just know it's going to be your responsibility to help implement this part of the uh, of the of the book into our business, so that we can make sure we're we're uh, and, I'm, and I'm cool with that. 
Yeah. yeah, cool yeah because the beautiful thing about client success, yeah. the beautiful thing about, about doubling down client success is that like the biggest fear that most entrepreneurs have, well, I'm gonna tell you this, I'll put it like this. What people like most about their job is that is the illusion of security, right? The predictability of the paycheck. That's mm-hmm. what you like about it. If it wasn't for that, you wouldn't, you wouldn't give a hill of beans about your job, right? So, the, so in entrepreneurship, when you provide client service at a high level, and you have a business model where people can continue to patronize it for years to come, it starts to create that predictability, right? Because entrepreneurship in and of itself is a risk, right? You got to go out and get more people. You got to eat what you kill. But what, what happens when you're able to compound on your success because the people that you get aren't going anywhere, right? What happens? What happens then? Then you can take more risks. It's like, so you mean to tell me if I just go, like, if I just wake up January 1st, 2025, I'm going to make seven figures because of how well I took care of my people and they don't want to go anywhere. They can't imagine, they can't imagine leaving, right? Like you should ask yourself these questions. Like I ask myself these questions every single week, right? How can I build a product, a service so good that like people like literally can't fathom the idea of not having access to it anymore, right? Like now granted, it's kind of hard to compare to like somebody's rent or mortgage, but like if whatever, like people are going to find a way to pay their rent or mortgage. People are going to find a way to pay pay their car payment. So ask yourself, like, how can I get as close to that as humanly possible where I don't got to remind people to update their billing information? They're calling me, telling me their card's about to expire and they don't want an interruption in service. You got to ask yourself those questions every single day as an entrepreneur. Otherwise, every year you're going to start over. And I, you could be a great salesperson. I heard this quote one time and it said, if you only retain 20% of your customers, you're not a great business owner. You're just a great salesperson. You're not a great business owner because if you're a great business owner, you would be able to retain a higher margin of your people. If you can only retain 20% or less of your customers, you are a great salesperson. Congratulations. But you're not a good business owner, right? And that is important to understand because like, if you want to make your, your life get easier as you go along, you got to take care of what you already have before you try to go out and get new. Now, don't stop getting new because cash flow and new customers is the lifeblood of your business. But you got to do both. Now, the good thing about me and Carter's setup is that we get to do both simultaneously. My responsibility is to do what we're talking about right now, right? My job is to keep people excited, keep people happy, to build the most world-class program you could ever imagine. Uh, Like, that's my job, right? That's what I'm charged with. Of course, he has full autonomy as co-owner of the business to give his suggestions and what he wants to see. And his job is to say, hey, how can I go tell as many people about this amazing program that we have, right? How can I, how can I stand from every mountaintop that exists and have the comp, which doubles down on his confidence because he knows how good it is. You see how these things like work together, right? This and is so a like fucking masterclass right now. I'm just, I'm just like, sitting I'm like, this is a, if y'all not getting nothing from this, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. If you can't find, I don't know find, what to tell you. If you can't find your nugget in this masterclass or your gym, that's going to take your business to the next level. I don't know what to yeah. say. We might, we might got to run this back in, in the, no, the mastermind. It's literally, I was like, bro, let's refine this message. Um, yeah. And we're going to deliver it to our people in a way that they can't even imagine. Because yeah. here's, here's the thing, too. Here's, a, here's the last thing I'll say about client service, right? I mean, I'll touch a little bit on new. When you actually are as good as you know you are because you did the work to make the program that good, like, people don't care if you tell them how you're doing it, they actually appreciate it. It's like poetry in motion. Like where it gets, where it gets weary and you can't really, it's like, 
like I'm one step away from losing this person. Last thing I need to do is try to like flex on them and tell them like how good I am because I, I, I ain't even delivering on what they want right now. But when you deliver at a high level, it gives you the right because they're actually so impressed and in awe because they're experiencing it firsthand. And now they get to see how the sausage is made. Oh, this is why you, you keep getting me. Like I didn't even really know it when I saw it, but like it makes sense. And I'm not going anywhere, even though you're telling me, mm-hmm. right? Because it's that good. Imagine that. You can tell somebody why they're paying you what they're paying you, why they're here, and they still don't want to go anywhere because it's as good as you say it is. That's when you know you got something, mm-hmm. right? And that is my mission for our program and our and our client service experience is like I don't care. I don't care how you go. I'm here and I ain't going nowhere. So 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 mm-hmm. you can tell what you want to tell me, but like it is it's that good. So that's why client success and, and following this framework is is important because you might not need to add the new bell. You might not need to add the new whistle. You might just need to deliver on what they act what actually moves the needle for your client faster. And you're going to deliver it faster by doing more of it, right? And you and by doing more of it. You're going to get better at it. And then ultimately, it, after you do those two things, if there's something additional that you want to add, you want to put some sprinkles on the cake, then you can explore that. But do not venture into anything else until you are delivering more and doing it better. And that's the masterclass, y'all. If you like this episode, because I don't think we need to say nothing else, bro. Like, I'm so, I, I want to grow, refine this episode and give it to our our our, our people at such a high level. It's going to blow their mind. So Dude, it's been it's been, it's been a great one. Um, if y'all if y'all if y'all if y'all like any episode like this one, comment below which one of these uh, frameworks that you can implement in your business. What are you gonna be doing more of? What are you gonna be doing better before you do anything new? And we'll see you on the next episode. See y'all on the next episode. Make sure y'all scroll. Listen, we just gave y'all all this game. Subscribe, oh. like, comment. Too much game. I mean, please, can we can we at least get that? Too much game. Too Thanks, much game. Y'all. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We hope that this episode was inspiring and gave you some tangible nuggets that you can walk away with and implement in real time. If you found this episode valuable, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time.